everybody welcome back to the podcast we are on genesis chapter 18 today and this chapter is a very special one because in this chapter abraham encounters god yet again and god promises abraham something again so let's just get right into this chapter the events of genesis 18 take place not very long after god visited abraham in genesis chapter 17 but this visit from the lord is quite different It's not very clear at first if Abraham ever recognizes who's at his tent. So a bit of backstory, Abraham was sitting outside his tent and he saw three people coming towards his tent. We're going to see what Abraham does, who are these three people and what happens and and why are these three people here at Abraham's house. The Bible tells us that the three people who appeared outside his tent were the Lord and two angels in human form. In either case, Abraham runs to show them deep respect and hospitality. He tells Sarah to bake them bread and has a young calf slaughtered for them to eat as they rest in the heat of the day. Once the meal is over, the Lord fully reveals himself to Abraham. But why is the Lord and the two angels here? First, he asks where Sarah is and then reveals to her what he had said to Abraham in the previous chapter. which was by this time a year from now she will have a son what was sarah's response quite similar to what abraham's response was in genesis chapter 17 she laughs to herself not only was she 90 years old we're also told that she had now stopped the way of woman or the way of woman had ceased for her this basically tells us that sarah was doubting the lord and saying lord come on I'm 90 years old. How can I give birth to your promised son? And I'm showing finger quotes right now. Your promised son. The Lord knows both that Sarah laughed and what she thought about his revelation. He asks Abraham, "Why is she laughing? Is there anything too hard for the Lord?" Then he repeats this promise of a son at the appointed time. Sarah is like re- realizing that this is God. and then she's afraid she lies and says god i did not laugh i was just baking bread then the lord corrects her once more but he does not punish her in another instance this is divine humor why because we are already revealed as to what abraham's son would be called he would be called isaac which ironically means laughter so both of his parents had laughed when god said i will give you a son and the son is called Isaac which means laughter after this the three men set out for their journey so they were going to some other place they just stopped by at Abraham's house to deliver this news to Abraham they were going to a city called Sodom for a very special work as Abraham walks with them for a time they reveal to Abraham what they're going to do in the city of Sodom The Lord reveals to Abraham his plan regarding the grave sins of Sodom and Gomorrah. The implication is that God will bring judgment on these people who live in the city of Sodom and Gomorrah and if their sins surpass the limit then they would be destroyed. The reason is that the humans in Sodom and Gomorrah were so sinful that the Lord had to come down himself that these angels had to come down in human form to warn these people. about imminent death the reason for this human perspective is revealed in the conversation with abraham as abraham tries to specify just 
how wicked this city must be to earn God's wrath. As the two angels walk towards the city, Abraham begins a kind of negotiation. Why? Because Abraham's nephew Lot was living in Sodom, so he had to do something to save Lot. Abraham seems to be concerned for them. He boldly challenges the Lord and says, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? Abraham says, God, would you kill the righteous people living in Sodom too? We're known that not a lot of righteous people were living in Sodom. The Lord is very patient with Abraham as he begins to ask for assurances. Will you destroy the city if you find 50 people there? 50 righteous people is what I mean. The Lord agrees that he will not destroy the people if he finds 50 people there. Then Abraham keeps asking again, lowering the number as the Lord would willingly destroy the righteous people to judge the wicked. 45, 40, 30, 20. Finally, Abraham asks, will you destroy the city if you find just 10 people living who were righteous? Once more, the Lord says he will not destroy the city even if he finds 10 people, righteous people living there. With that, the Lord and the angels head towards the city and Abraham walks back home. This is how Genesis chapter 18 ends. But what is this chapter teaching me? If we go back to the story, we see that Abraham did not even know that this was God himself coming to meet him with his angels. Without even knowing, Abraham treated them with such hospitability. Likewise, we as Christians need to treat people with love when they come in the church, when they come in our houses, when they come to see us, to meet us, and even to just stay for a moment. We need to treat them with kindness just like Abraham did. Second, the Bible says that the Lord said, Is anything too difficult for God when Sarah left? Keep this point in your mind. Nothing is too difficult for God. And to understand the third and the last point, we go back to where Abraham was negotiating with God and saying, what if you find just 50 people? What if you find just 40 people or 45 or 30 or 20 or just 10 people? Will you spare the city? And ironically, God says, yes, I will spare the city. What do we learn from this particular sentence? This teaches us that if we are righteous, if we strive to do what is right, we could save other people. If our church, if our family, if our surrounding is under God's magnifying glass of his wrath, we can save these people by being righteous. Because if, if God himself said, if I find 10 people, righteous people living there, I will not destroy the city, I will spare the city. So let's strive to be righteous.